a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. Last segment of the show today. We have covered a lot of ground and we're going to cover a bit more here on today's program, specifically looking at this, the coronavirus. I want to ask you a question, though, before we jump into uh, the details of this segment. Are you how are you responding to this? You know, there is there is guidance. We heard some from uh, Greg Bell just a moment ago. I'm going to play for you some audio from Chris Stewart, a, a conversation he and I had just yesterday, and he uh, gave some of his own advice. Uh, and he says, you know, maybe we ought to stock up and make sure that our emergency preparedness plans uh, are in full working order, ready to be activated should the need arise. But I am curious what you are doing. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Uh, shoot me a note there. Uh, I'd love to get some either advice for you from you uh, or just a window into your plans. You can also uh, reach out to me via the Facebook page. Uh, they set one up for me here at KSL. On there, you, you send me notes. You can also see uh, some of the research that goes into each day's program. We post links and uh, make comments and post questions on there. And I'd be uh, honored and flattered if you'd go to Facebook, Lee Lonsberry. And like the page. Uh, now, let me get into the details. Uh, we have uh, about eight minutes of program left, and I want to cover a lot of ground. You and I have become very familiar with the Herring couple. John and Melanie Herring, they went on a, a vacation celebrating their retirement not too long ago. They found themselves on that cruise ship where some infected individuals uh, were found. John Herring, the husband, uh, he, after a test, was uh, diagnosed with the coronavirus. The Japanese government quarantined him there in Japan. He spent some time. The requirement placed upon him was that he needed to test twice negative. Two sequential tests needed to come back negative for the coronavirus. The last time we touched base with the herrings, there had been one uh, negative test uh, results to come back, and he had submitted the samples for the second test. And I'm going to play for you, uh, Mr. John Herring, here, letting you know uh, how the results of the second test came back. Well, babe, the happy day is here. I am uh, free to go. They gave me my release, and uh, I am going to be coming back to the USA. Uh, so thrilled and so happy, and uh, and can't wait to uh, to put my arms around you. Um, I also got some information on my pneumonia, and uh, it looks like it's going, uh, getting less and less, and um, so he doesn't see any problem with my pneumonia. It, it'll just go away, and um, so woo-hoo. <laughs> I'm coming home. That's John Herring from Tooele. He's sending a message to his wife uh, via social media uh, delivering the wonderful news that he has now tested negative in two sequential tests for the coronavirus. He is uh, released from the Japanese quarantine and is right now uh, in the midst of conversations with 
the embassy and the CDC uh, to arrange for his return uh, to the United States. Now, he was not the only herring in quarantine. His wife, Melanie, also has spent the last number of days, almost two weeks, in quarantine at Travis Air Force Base. Part of the requirements she had to face there uh, at the Air Force Base were to periodically submit to examinations and tests for the coronavirus. She herself submitted samples for testing. And here is uh, Miss Melanie Herring sharing the results of those tests in a video she sent back to her husband, John. I'm negative. And I am so thrilled. So, honey... We're going home. I love you. If all goes well and according to plan, Melanie Herring will be released from her quarantine on Monday. It was 14 days she was required to stay uh, in a suite at the Air Force Base, uh, Travis Air Force Base in California. So it has been uh, it's been fascinating, uh, heartwarming and heart wrenching to see the story of the Herring couple play out. Uh, I've been real privileged to have pretty close contact with them, uh, oftentimes uh, via text message late in the evening because of the time zones and all, uh, and I can't wait uh, for them to be reunited and ultimately return uh, here to Utah. Hopefully we'll have the opportunity to speak to the Herrings in person. Uh, I'll give them a hug, shake their hands, and uh, tell them uh, that I'm grateful uh, for the way they compose themselves, uh, the love that they shared, obviously, for one another, and also the cheery nature that they uh, gave off. This is a very difficult thing. Uh, we all face trials, and the way the herrings have faced their trials, uh, doing so with optimism and understanding has been exemplary. So my hat's off to them. I wish them the absolute best, and it looks like that's where they're headed. Now, uh, let's take a step backwards and look at this virus as it's impacting not only the world, uh, but here in the United States. I want to turn uh, my attention to Utah's morning news, where Mitt Romney appeared speaking uh, to KSL News Radio, answered a number of questions. First and foremost, he was asked about Vice President Pence being put in charge of the coronavirus reaction by uh, President Trump. Here's Senator Romney responding to that. I'm glad the president has put one person in charge. I think it's very important to have someone who can cut through all the bureaucracy that exists uh, agency to agency and can get the job done. Here's Mitt Romney again appearing on Utah's Morning News talking about more resources to be put towards combating the coronavirus. I think a number of folks, including myself, think that we should allocate more resources to it, buy the equipment that we would need, the isolation units and so forth. Here's an interesting thing uh, specifically on that topic of medical supplies. My wife has been texting me back and forth throughout the program. Uh, She, taking the advice of uh, Congressman Stewart, who said it's good to be prepared and there is uh, nothing wrong with stocking up on supplies, she has been uh, clicking and clacking around the Internet, also calling to uh, some supply stores uh, to get masks and gloves. And she has found that uh, on Amazon, you're hard-pressed to find any available. Uh, Maybe go through that exercise yourself, see what you can find. She says that uh, supplies are limited and prices are high. She also reached out to some of the medical supply stores here uh, in Utah, and they've found that their vendor, uh, the vendors rather, for many of those stores are uh, holding back on delivering uh, because of a national hold. So uh, this may be all part of the uh, plan put in place now by Vice President Pence. I'm not sure. Uh, but Senator Romney, again, on Utah's Morning News, addressed the issue of medical supplies like face masks. We just haven't stockpiled the kinds of protective gear that I, I wish we had for our medical personnel and that we ha- would have for our general public. Uh, if, you, if you want to try and buy a face mask, you'll find it's a little difficult these days. That's exactly what my wife found. 
So he also talked about uh, spread within the United States. We heard yesterday, I think first reported by the Washington Post, that the CDC expects that uh, it is, first off, not a question of if, uh, but when we will see uh, transmission, community transmission of the coronavirus here in the United States. Unfortunately, we learned that that looks like to it uh, looks like it started already in Sacramento. There is a, a patient who has tested positive who picked it up in uh, her community in Sacramento. She's in a hospital now in a quarantine setting, uh, and our fingers are crossed that that doesn't spread. But the highest of likelihoods is that uh, it will grow here in the U.S. Look, of course, we very much hope that what's going on in many countries around the world is not going to come in a significant way to our country. But most likely we will get more cases. Almost certainly we're going to get more cases in the United States. Last word on this by the senator deals with community transmission. In the words of the CDC, it's inevitable that we'll come here with community transmission, but it doesn't have to be uh, something which which shuts down uh, you know, schools and churches. So that's it. That's your update on the coronavirus. We're, of course, going to continue to follow it. Uh, and I would invite you to take the advice shared with us by Greg Bell. He, uh, former lieutenant governor here of the state, he was a state senator for a long time and is currently the president and CEO of the Utah Hospital Association. He understands risk. He understands how to prepare for it. And his advice is to employ common That's what I'm going to do. That's what I invite you to do. Uh, This issue, of course, will continue to be covered here on KSL News Radio, as well as the walk up to Super Tuesday. uh, Very important here for the state. Uh, That will all continue on the next fine program here on KSL News Radio, hosted by Jeff Kaplan.